Right on, right on, right on. Welcome everyone to Right On Radio. I've got a good one for you today. I was sent a link to an interview that I think is something that's going to be of great interest to you because this is a public figure. Uh, uh, most of you, I'm sure, if not all of you, will know the name of the person. And he's trusted by many. And he names with what he says with 100% certainty who the Antichrist is. And he's living among us and hiding in plain sight. So I'm just going to roll the intro and then I'm going to get right into it. You are here for a reason. This news just in. We are your news now. Right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information, separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. Get the news. You're listening to Right On Radio. You are here for a reason. And yet you are here for a reason. And, you know, I was recently away and I met some great people and I was forwarded an interview and the interview is with none other than Juan O. Savin, who, you know, many people have speculated, is he JFK? Is he this? Is he that? I don't know the answers to any of those things, but he is well-spoken and he certainly does know his history. And he makes a claim in this interview, and I will point out the show I'm picking this up on uh, from is called New Templars. He's on Rumble. Uh, I have followed him before, and uh, he is one of these guys, the the show host, who does all the maps and everything else, and you know does some quite interesting work. Now, uh, him and I would differ on spiritual planes. He's one of these guys who channels from like General Ashtar, you know, these, this sort of thing. And, uh, but man, I, I really believe this, this guy has a call on his life and, and I'm praying for you friend. Uh, definitely. Uh, so I want to, you know, I'm using this as fair use. I'm going to comment after it and, uh, you'll definitely want to stick to my comments, uh, because I have perhaps an opposing point of view to what Juan O'Savin says, I'm not going to say he's wrong, uh, but I do have just a different point of view that I will point out to you. And I'm pretty confident in my point of view. Now, this interview was split up over two parts and in typical Juan O'Savin fashion, uh, he goes around the block and gives an entire history lesson. And it's uh, about an hour and a half to answer one question. I'm not going to do that to you. Uh, instead, I've selected what I feel is the most critical points uh, of the interview, and I could let it go in just like for five minutes. I may let it go a little bit longer, uh, just depending, you know, what I think your interest level will meet, may be. I've only listened to it once, but I've picked out the right spot. And uh, hey, without further ado, uh, buckle up. <laughs> this, uh, this one is going to be good, I trust. So let me just add this in, and uh, without further ado, Juan O'Savin. By the way, I, I should mention 
he's being interviewed while he's doing book signings. And so there is some background noise, uh, but I do believe it's cleaned up good enough that you'll make out all of the main parts of the interview. Enjoy. I'm so forgetful. <laughs> <laughs> when the Balfour Declaration was written up, Where's the Antichrist going to come from? Which bloodline is he? Is he Muslim? Is he Jew? Is he Christian? He's hiding in plain sight. The Balfour Declaration in the small print says that the British Royal Crown, the Windsor family, otherwise known as Saxe-Coburg-Groth, before they changed their name because they're actually German. Mm -hmm. You can't have Germans fighting Germans in World War II. A civil war between the bloodlines. In the fine print, it says that the British royal family retains the right, will, to place a sovereign on the throne of Israel. The nation's in the Constitution. It's in the Israeli Constitution. <laughs> so the Antichrist is coming out of Turkey. Okay, so you got some asshole out of Turkey that's going to come sit in the throne in Jerusalem, and people are going to accept that? You kidding me? So it's the Queen. Hold on, nope. You got to hear this precisely so you get it one time. I'm giving you an imprint so you get it right one time. If you go learn how to play golf and you just get a club, you start wailing away, you learn all the wrong stuff. I was very fortunate as a very little guy. Somebody took the time, this is the way you put your hand, this is where you put your fingers, this is how you hold it, this is where your shoulders go, this is how your hips go. So even though I'm not a golfer per se, at a very early age, I learned how to golf so that I can at least not look like a complete dork when I go out there with the guys that actually know how to golf, okay? I pretend reasonably well. Um, uh, so one time, the right way, so you understand this, I'm giving you an imprint. This is literally flat. So, so, um, they retain the right to put a British royal, not a French royal, not a Norwegian royal, nobody. The only family on planet Earth that has a legal right to place a member of the family on the throne in Jerusalem as a bloodline royal is the British royal family, period, end of story, zip. It's in the Constitution. Think about that. The Antichrist reigns from Jerusalem. Only one family has the legal right with the current Israel to place somebody on that throne. Now, who would that be? Within the royal families, the 13 royal families of which the Rothschilds and the Rothschilds are representatives, they change their names over and over and over since the Phoenix reborn. The name they were going by. 3,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, 1,000 years ago. Every time it's changed over and over. 
the Kazarians aren't from Syria. Okay, that's the family lines of Haman. The Hamites, going all the way back into Egypt, going back into uh, 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 what we call before that, that one. Okay, going back all the way into super pre-endemic. What? 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 That's what they claim. Doesn't mean it's true. So that group has got a, a critical blocking right going into Israel, portraying themselves as the children of Israel. In reality, uh, Christ said, "There's those that say they're uh, a Jew, but are not." Okay, when he went after the people at the temple, the money traders, they had captured the temple operation. It was the house of God, people by criminals and thieves, masquerading over the theme that happens over and over in the Bible. The uh, Osiris Horus worshippers had captured it in Ezekiel's time. God, God caught up Ezekiel on the spirit and showed up behind the walls while they're outside doing all the alms and taking the offering and everything else. The priests inside the walls were turning their caps to the Holy of Holies, the seat of God, and bowing to the rising sun, the Horus. And they had their pillars, monuments, inside the temple grounds. What's the pillar monument? What were those pillars? The Washington Monument. It's Osiris's penis. Osiris was the father of Horus through Isis. The Babylonian religion and outside the gate, the women were weeping for Tammuz. Again, Tammuz, who spends half a year in hell and half a year above. It's a variation of the Osiris myth. There was another religion hidden in plain sight behind the walls that had nothing to do with Judaism. They had captured the, the temple. And those priests were actually in private worshiping a different god. Okay? They captured the flag. Same thing's happened in America. Same thing's happened in Israel. So, um, after the navies of Spain and England, uh, France, they're going all over the world, uh, and their galleons are coming back from South America. They brought back the calendar systems for the Mayans and the Aztecs and uh, the people in Rome and all of the other wise people are looking and they're examining and they realized that they had a better tracking system for um, eclipses. And because they're agrarian cultures, they have to, have to get the seasons right for planting and things like that. So when they got a better calendar system that was more accurate, and they realized it was based on the moon cycle. That was fantastic. And then they have different cycles, what we call cerros cycles, which you pick places where eclipses happen over the Earth, and then you track that series of eclipses, which lasts anywhere from 1,000 to 5,000 years on repeating things. So the cerros cycle, uh, 117th, is the Cerro cycle where the eclipses happen over England. Cerro cycle 117. When they realized this and they looked at it, 
they decided went to the pope we've got to change the calendar from the julian calendar and we'll name it after uh gregory pope gregory and uh call it the gregory calendar so it went from 13 months to 12. no it it added the quarter day every mm -hmm. it added the quarter day every year one full day every four years right. which is what the aztecs and the mayans had okay. so so that's our that's our our leap here but that adds a quarter day and now your calendar works so that your seasons aren't changing they were having problems where uh year after year after year the planting season was moving mm -hmm. further and further back and you don't get the planting rate you don't get the harvest rate. Right. so when the Mayans and the Aztecs had these superior dating systems, they decided they had to incorporate that. That's where April Fool's Day came when that day was taken off the calendar in order to get the calendar adjusted properly. And so uh, anybody that, that counted that day was a fool. Uh, very important. Now this sounds all over the map. I'm gonna tie it all together in a minute. Bear with me, please. Huh? <laughs> The day that Jesus was no, <laughs> had nothing to do with that day. Uh, same as Christmas had nothing to do with the birth of Christ. That was uh, the Saturday's holiday. I guess the doctors bullshit. I've written extensively about that. So, um, when they realized that, and they realized that there was an eclipse over London. London was vying for power over the world because if you get to name the dates and the times, you can control times and seasons. If you can control times and seasons, you can rule the world, right? So that's their mentality. That's why they have Big Ben. Okay? They want to be able to control times and seasons. They believe that's like more part of their trade. So now, anticipating these high priests of Baal, Moloch, of which the Canaanites, that's their religion. Remember, when the Jews went into Canaan land, these people were Baal and, and Moloch worshippers. They were sacrificing children to Baal. It has to do with the 200 that fell to earth, Mount Hermon, highest, US, highest UN heritage site on the planet. Remember when Hillary was going to have the arch she was going to speak under uh just a month before the election that was a big deal she wanted that in new york and we all threw a big fit mm -hmm. where did that arch come from Palmyra, and the entrance to the city of baal it was the arch of baal it was the only thing left isis blew it up all oh, those mean isis people live they blew it up so that they would be able to transfer the energy into multiple arches and move them all over the world as a archways are transit points, connection points between the spiritual world and the real world. So they can gate dark angels into this world and they can gain power from the other world. Hillary wanted to gain power. She's a full-fledged witch. She's a member of the Wind Coven. And this was a way to get demonic power so she could become president. The American people blocked her from that, kept her from being able to get that energy to become president. We're messing with her voodoo, right? Mm -hmm. So, with it in mind that these people think this way, 
They knew the Saros cycle, and they knew that certain god kings were born under certain conditions. It actually has to do with the other physics. Uh, we can read torsion energy during an eclipse way stronger because it has to do with uh, even the basis for where they get their uh, history pre-endemic. has to do with stuff I've written about. It's just too convoluted for everybody here at this time. It has to do with nanomaterials and such. So anyway, um, uh, at the time that they realized there was a different calendar was needed and there was this eclipse cycle over England, they realized there was one eclipse that happened on the longest day of the year, June 21st. And that eclipse was hundreds of years out in the future. But that eclipse would have the ability to gain the most power from this other energy system, which is a very real physical system, uh, uh, from a demonic side, from a Satan side. He's lived for eons. I don't think he understands the other energy system. If you don't, it doesn't matter. Of course he does. So he has his minions work to get the most power the most productive way to resurrect that material and allow it to work in a very specific way. It's a very real physical effect, even though it looks like voodoo. A microwave would look like voodoo if you were in 1885, right? It's a very real tangible physical system. So to get the maximum power at the maximum day and intergenerationally prepare for it, you needed the genetics to be completely prepared for that moment. So 460 years ago, the Order of the Garter was begun, the Royal Order of the Garter. Um, that's where we get the Knights of the Round Table. The Garter has what? Sexual innuendo. It's a breeding program. That's why they like the racehorses. It's a breeding program. Strongest of the breed. What are you breeding it for? Hidden right plates, all the royalty like to go to it. It's a breeding program, it's a ritual for them. So, who's going to mate with who to get the strongest bloodline? And what are they trying to perfect? At the time that Charles was born, he represented seven of the bloodline families predominantly uh, out of the Bavarian. Uh, wing of the families. That's why they were saying Sachs, Cobert, Goats. And those seven bloodlines came through that right there. At the time that Deanna was selected, without her even fully understanding, she's just a kid. She's just a mare. She's just to be bred. What bloodlines did she represent? She was of the Merovingian line, the other six. If you could get Deanna and Charles together and in, in uh, horse breeding it has to be natural copulation cannot be artificial same thing with the bloodlines if you could get Deanna and Charles together then you would have all 13 families in a child in one person 
And because of the canines, who would that person represent? The closest genetic replication to Cain himself since Cain. So for 460 years, the Knights of the Round Table worked through to get to that perfected person that had all the bloodlines in it, but not just of the 13 bloodline families. Cain was half human because his mom was fully taken out of the side of Adam. She was fully human. In order to represent Cain and in order to bypass the curse, which is what it's about, you had to have human representation in there too, but controlled, subjected to the Cain strands. So what's the thing about the royals? They go out and they do their colonizing all over the whole world and they get the genetic strains from everywhere. So they've got uh, the sun never sits in the British Empire. Within those bloodlines, you have all the other races represented also. So you're the purest back to Eve. At the same time, you're the purest back to Eve. But it's a hybridized human. The only way you get a full human is a direct descendant from Adam, which is most likely somewhere in the Jewish bloodlines. As long as there's a pure descendant of Adam, the devil can't win in his old rooms. What was the reason why he had to go in and try to uh, do something with Eve? Because God had promised the earth and everything that's in it to Adam and his seed before even Eve even existed. And he didn't put any preconditions on it. If you do this, I'll do that. If you do this, I'll do that. That's what he did to the children of Israel going into Canaan land. If you behave properly, you'll have wealth, prosperity, and security. If you behave improperly, uh, your enemies will take you over, they'll subject you to all these things, you'll be thrown out of the land, etc. Um, what he gave to Adam was without condition. If the devil could get in and um, have children by Eve, um, and then if uh, Satan was able to kill not just uh, Abel, but Adam himself, Eve would only have been able to procreate through Cain. God would have to bless the children of the Cain-Eve relationship. If, um, if you don't have Eve in there, Eve is the only way that God can be God. God promised Adam a seed. If Adam's dead, how can Adam have seeds? If his seeds, Abel is dead, and God is a true God. What did the devil wish for when he was uh, cast out of heaven? He wanted to be as God, not greater than God, just as God. Because there isn't anything greater. He wanted to be a co-equal. So um, he's not, you know, he wants to be on the same footing. If Adam is gone and if Abel is gone, then God... The only way he can actually be God to bless Adam's seed is through the Canaanite line. But then he also has to bless the devil's seed. Now the devil's an equal with God because God has to bless him. He couldn't curse him. God cursed Satan and his angels and cast him out of heaven. So now God's curse can't stand. God cursed the devil and now it's not a curse anymore. What the devil was seeking to do at the Garden of Eden was put God in a catch-22. If you don't bless 
Eve's seed, now that Adam and Abel are dead, then you're not God. If you do bless Eve's seed through Cain, now you have broken the curse, and now the Satan's seed is blessed. And, um, you know, so either way, God becomes a co-equal with Satan on the same level. That's the satanic lie that this whole thing is based on. That's the whole span of history from the Garden of Eden to revolutions, revelations of it. <coughs> Only a little bit. So now with that backdrop, what situation are we in right now? When we look at the bloodlines, William was bred. The relationship between William, uh, uh, between Charles and Deanna was a construct. Um, when they came together, it was with exacting, precise timing. Uh, the most evil place in the planet, where is that? According to British Royal Lore, Balmoral Castle. Where were Charles and Deanna at the time that uh, William was conceived? Balmoral Castle. You know, and then nine months later, when uh, when uh, Deanna had the baby, but Shadow under a full lunar eclipse directly over London on the longest day of the year, June twenty first, nineteen eighty two. What is Rosemary's baby about? It's about wizards and magicians working to have a virgin girl impregnated under certain spells so she has the child of Satan. What what imagery do they use with um, uh, Deanna when she has the baby? They use the imagery of Rosemary kept from Rosemary's baby. She's wearing the same dress, holding the baby the same way, you know, everything. Oh my God. It's the child of Satan. Wow. Alistair Crowley, the leader of the band, the Tavistock and all the mind control stuff was built around what was one of his books, The Moon Child. And The Moon Child is about the coming king of the earth who's conceived under a full lunar eclipse. I mean, uh, born under a full lunar eclipse where he gets the maximum power to do what he has to do. These people aren't sun worshippers solely, they're also moon worshippers. Why? Because Isis is the moon goddess. Easter, the whole Easter celebration is around Isis, the moon goddess. Easter eggs, fertility, and all this other stuff. It's a Babylonian religion. So, when you look at June 21st, 1982, William wizards and magicians for hundreds of years were anticipating and working towards and picking out William his his thing he was conceived with exacting precision the knights of the round table which is the order of the garter which the queen sits at the head of right now they would offer their candidates and their explanation why this candidate or this candidate, these two people are supposed to be good. a breeding program for racehorses, thoroughbreds. When 
they got to William. He is now a knight at the round table. How old is he? I guess he's close to 30, isn't he? Or 1982. <laughs> he became a knight at the round table at 22 years of age. But he's almost 40. He became a knight at the round table at 22 years of age. What number is he? Each night as they come to the round table is given a number as they arrive. He's the thousandth knight of the round table. But in Gematria, the language of numbers is what they all talk in. You can't talk Q, you can't talk politics, you can't talk money unless you understand the numbers. He's the thousandth knight of the round table. In Gematria, zero is not a number means nothing. Who is he? One. The breeding program, like Independence Day, is a countdown to the It was a countdown. In all the movies, everything else, the imagery, it's a countdown. And so he's the one. Work for the queen to die. And hold on. She's gonna bring we'll get to that in a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. She's not bringing it back. Hold on. We're, we're there. Prince William is the one. He is the one that the whole breeding program was all about. So now he's in Cyril Cycle 117. He was conceived under a full lunar eclipse. And uh, all of the imagery around him, even exactly. You know, when Deanna died, he was 5,550 days old. Five is the number of death to enemies and defense. It's the number of grace to Christians to God's people, but it's the number of death, enemies, and defense. The Pentagon's this unusual building, five sided. Why? Death to enemies and defense. What is the Pentagon all about? Death to enemies and defense. It's a five sided building. So, in this whole operation, Deanna had stated she wanted to be Williams Merlin. Uh, all these other people were managing William, managing every moment of his life. She wanted to be managing that. She saw the patterns that were going on. She understood. She was told to move out of the way. She was told to do things at exact, precise times. She said they're not human. No, because they're reptilian. Reptilians from outer space? Yeah, actually, they all fell from the yeah. side fall like lightning. By the way, if she had, if Eve had sex with Satan, was from the devil and the serpent, the child from that would be reptilian, hybrid. The aliens, where's the aliens? The royal families, fuck. Give me a break. They say fuck on purpose because that's what they're doing. That's how they. All right, I'm going to leave it there. I apologize for the uh, rude language. So he names Prince William, and he gives some evidences, and he did say with the 100% certainty that he knows that that is who it is. Now, I think it's worthwhile to research the Balfour Declaration, uh, as he stated. Uh, I think it's also valid to research the constitution of the nation of Israel 
to see if those provisions are in there. I think that is also worthwhile to do these things for yourself and uh, find out whether you agree with him or not. Uh, my final commentary on this would be uh, because of other people I've followed, uh, in particular Doug Briggs, who was uh, who was counseling you know mothers of the potential antichrists out of the Genesis Six project and other things like that. Uh, Satan has had his antichrist figures in every generation because he doesn't know what God's timing is. Specifically, Satan knows the entire Bible. He knows it better than you do. He knows it better than I do. And in God's word, it says that not even the son of man, Jesus, knows the time. And as you learn from our study in Revelation, literally the father sends an angel to Jesus and says, it's time. Now you're going to go back. So the devil, I think right now, is actually trying to force uh, the tribulation to start because he wants to rise. And I'd say to you, it's uh, it, it looks like God may be giving it a green light because we certainly seem to be in that season right now. But I don't know. Nobody knows. And... You know, not everyone appreciates the royals around the world. So I actually think it will be someone else who will probably be a very good reputation. Um, and by the way, William, I think, has kept a, a pretty good profile over the years, unlike his brother. Um, you know, I, I, he's probably the most beloved out of the royals. And so you never know. You never know. Um the fact that uh, he brings out that it's uh, the only lawful family who can put someone on into the temple in Jerusalem and on the throne, I've never really known the devil to obey laws other than God's laws, which he has to. Uh, but man's laws, angels aren't respectful of, obviously. So I do cast some doubt on, uh, on that theory as well for that reason. And... Listen, folks, and 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 I want to thank the uh, the gentleman. I and I forgot forgot his name. I actually knew it right before I started this, but uh, he has the New Templars, and he has another channel as well. Uh, I want to thank him for putting up the interview. And uh, man, I, I just I, again, I believe God has a plan for your life. If you find out that I'm uh, posting your stuff, and I encourage anyone to. I didn't want to play the whole interview. Uh, there's two parts, and uh, please do go to his channels if you, on Rumble if you want to see the remaining parts of the interview. Uh, but, folks, if you don't know God, there's probably never been a more important time in history to know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You might think, if you're watching this, I'm a good person and I'm going to get into heaven because all these new agers say, oh yeah, you go to the light. It's a lie from the devil. Jesus Christ is the only way and you just have to, with a clean heart, just with, with good intention, say, Lord, 
You died on a cross for me. You shed your blood for me to cover my sins. Please come into my life. And just ask Jesus in your own words. You know, the Bible promises, and Jesus himself says, knock and the door will be open. But I want to give one caution to that. If you're one who wants to say that prayer to say, well, see, God didn't do anything or whatever, that's the heart that uh, God's not going to respect. He's not going to hear that knock. Well, he will hear it. He knows every thought you have. But that's not the way to get salvation. The way to salvation is say, Lord, I don't want to burn in hell. I want to be with you and acknowledge Jesus died on the cross. Ask him to cover your sins. Ask the Holy Spirit to enter your heart. And you and I will spend eternity together. That might be a deterrent, uh, but there's going to be lots of other people there <laughs> too. But man, I'd love to get to know you. Um, and we have all our eternity. And eternity might not be what you think as well. Uh, it's not floating on a cloud, playing harp music. No, 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 no. It's much, much greater than that. So listen, I'm going to uh, end the program there. Uh, if you haven't, go to switchaway.com slash ROR. Just read the page and, uh, and sign up if you want. Switchaway.com slash ROR. And I'm going to play our favorite song on the show. Uh, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community. <laughs> 